Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now the quiz kids. First aid for headache, Alka-Seltzer. First aid is Seltzer. First aid for coke, Alka-Seltzer presents... Yes, here they are, the youngsters who have Sitmatic every Sunday. And this afternoon, they're ready to match wits and brains with members of the teaching profession. Yes, it's the Quiz Kids versus the Professors once again. And here they are, the Quiz Kids, the Professors, and the Chief Quizzer himself, Joe Kelly. Thank you, Bob Murphy, and hello, everyone. Yes, the quiz kids are competing against the board of professors from Northwestern University this afternoon. And we're calling class to order in the beautiful Technological Institute Auditorium here on the university campus in Evanston, Illinois. Now, members of the Women's Student Governing Association have made us feel most welcome, and Northwestern students have filled the auditorium to see and hear five of their favorite professors battle it out with five quiz kids. And it's time to start the competition right now, so ready for roll call. Students, we'll start out with a quiz kid, then a professor, then a quiz kid, and so on. All right, here we go. Patrick? I'm Patrick Owen Conlon. I'm 12 years old, and I'm at 8A at the Fort Dearborn School in Chicago. Professor McGovern? My name is William M. McGovern. I'm supposed to teach political science here at Northwestern University. <laughs> Brenda? And Brenda Leighton, your favorite ball cutter. First grade in Gas School, Chicago. I'm Charlotte Lee from Speech School, and I'm older than Pat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> All right, Lonnie. I'm Lonnie Lundy. I'm 14 years old. I'm a freshman at Maine Township High School in Park Ridge, Illinois. Professor Hatt. I'm Paul Hatt, and I'm aging by the minute. I'm a sociologist. <laughs> Joel? I'm Joel Copperman. I'm 13 years old, and I'm a sophomore at Roosevelt High School in Chicago. Professor Evans? W.V. Evans, Professor Emeritus of North End Teaching Chemistry at Loyola University. Oh, getting a plug-in for another university. I see, uh-huh. And, uh, uh, Harvey? I'm Harvey Thatcher. I'm seven years old. I go to Hibbert School. I'm great. Two A. And, and Professor Posey. I'm Rollin Posey. I'm uh, teaching political science and a few years over 13. <laughs> well, that's our lineup of experts. So here we go with questions, students. First hand up gets first chance to answer. So on your toes. Now, here's a question of my own I'd like to ask you contestants. If you have read a certain book lately, you should be able to tell the significance of this number, 8, 
8-2-0-7-0. What is the significance of that number? 8-2-0-7-0. Professor Happ? My telephone number. That's your telephone number! <laughs> like the professors have brought their own cheering section. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did, because it sounds very, very good. Yes, sir? <laughs> All right. Well, say, the rest of you better watch out for Professor Hat. He knows his own telephone number. <laughs> sir. Gonna have competition there now. <clears throat> well, let's see what we can do with this next one. Mrs. Shirley Voss of St. Louis, Missouri, sends in this question. If a hen and a half lays an egg and a half in a day and a half... For 5,347 days, how many eggs per dozen would 26 hens lay in four days? <laughs> Professor Posey? 39 times 26, whatever that may be. No, no. Now, wait a minute. We have a quiz kid's hand up here, Pat. Well, how could a hen lay an egg and a half? Well, now, easy. Wait a minute, uh, Joe. Well, wait, the way I I didn't quite get the question. Could you please repeat it? Oh, <laughs> if I repeat it, I give it away. Well, I think it was it. If a hen and a half, we can discount the uh, the middle part. No, wait a minute. Let me. Pr I'll repeat the question. If a hen and a half lays an egg and a half in a day and a half for five thousand three hundred forty-seven days, how many eggs per dozen would twenty-six hens lay in four days? <laughs> You got it! You got it! Well, right, one How do you like that? That's wonderful. I only had to repeat it once. <laughs> All right, well, so far so good. Now, here's a tough-sounding question from Mrs. Leslie Jackson of Chicago. You are to identify the scientist who originated each of the following formulas. Here's the first one. E equals MC squared. <laughs> Joe? Well, I believe that's Einstein's uh, formula. That's right. Absolutely. That's very good, Joe. Now, how about the 47th proposition in Euclid? Professor McGovern? Euclid. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I can't accept that. Uh, Joe? Well, I believe that's the Pythagorean theorem, so it'll be Pythagoras. That's just what it is. Yes, sir. That's absolutely right. Uh, Professor McGovern, it wasn't because you couldn't pronounce that, but... but that may have been it. <laughs> All right. Well, how about uh, this last one? F equals K over V. How about that formula? F equals K over V. Well, let's see. I might give you a little hint. F stands for fish. K... Uh, Professor Evans? I did. <laughs> you what? I originated that. That's absolutely... <laughs> uh, Professor Evans, would you be kind enough to uh, elucidate... Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the number of fish you catch is inversely proportional 
to the size of your tackle box. As a cube goes on, that's V cubed. Yes. And so the larger your tackle box is, the smaller the amount of fish you get. <laughs> well, because you answered that last question correctly, we're sending Mrs. Leslie Jackson of Chicago a Zenith Table Model Radio Phonograph. Now, this is really a beautiful Zenith, friends. I'm sure you'd like to own one. The record player has the famous Cobra Tone arm with three-way automatic record changer for all types of records, and the fine radio gives a deep, rich tone. Now, this Zenith is always Alka-Seltzer's award when your question is answered correctly on our radio program. But when it is missed, you have your choice between the Zenith Garfield television set and the large console Zenith radio phonograph combination. The Zenith television set has a new super-range chassis to ensure the ultimate in performance, the sensational built-in picture magnet aerial, single knob automatic tuning, the big B-sized giant circle screen, and the glare band black tube for clearer pictures. The large Zenith console radio phonograph is a wonderful combination. It plays all types of records and gives you AM and FM radio. So send your question in. Send it to Quiz Kids, Box Y, Chicago 77, Illinois. All right, now this question from Mrs. Adeline Dobbs of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, sounds like a riddle. When is a cardinal not cardinal? Harvey? In molting seasons, then it's uh, green and yellow. That's very good, Harvey, my boy. Yes, that is very good. That was fine for a little seven-year-old boy. Now then, this question from Mrs. Gail Fredericks of New York requires a slight knowledge of mathematics and a lot of imagination. Describe a girl by using terms found in mathematics. Who would like to start this off? Professor Hatt? Curves. Huh? Curves. Curves, I see. Well, that's a fair starter. Uh, Patrick? That might be a sweetie pie. A sweetie pie. I get it. Sweet as an ice cream cone. Huh? Sweet as an ice cream cone. Cone, yes. Uh, Joel? Oh, you might say she has the right altitude, not uh, too large an area. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Evans? Parts of her are spherical. (laughs) 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 Lobby? I can't get to first base with her. I can't get a first base with her. And, Pat, do you have another one? Well, uh, you could say uh, something about angles. Yes, uh, you, you could. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, those were all very good. Now, then, before we take up this next question, here's something for you folks listening in to remember. First aid for cold discomfort, Alka-Seltzer. Yes, if you feel a miserable cold coming on, if someone in your family is catching cold, think first of Alka-Seltzer. It's first aid for cold discomfort. Yes, begin at once to take Alka-Seltzer according to the directions on the package. See what wonderful relief it can give from the ache all over, feverish misery of a cold. Rest and take care of yourself and avoid drafts, for these measures are important too. And remember, if your cold causes a raw, raspy, sore throat, dissolve two Alka-Seltzer tablets in a quarter glass of warm water and use this solution as a pleasant and soothing gargle. Now, be sure you have an ample supply of Alka-Seltzer so you can get the most good out of it when you have a cold. Your druggist has Alka-Seltzer in 30 and 60 cent size packages. Ask him for two packages instead of one. That's good advice, and if you heed it, you'll have Alka-Seltzer 
when you need it. Yes, sir. Thank you, Bob. And now, class, here's the next puzzler from our Alka-Seltzer question box. Since this is Palm Sunday, Mrs. Maud Groves of Houston, Texas, has thought of this question about churches. Can you name two operas in which a scene occurs in the interior of a church? Brenda? Well, in The Meister Singers by Richard Wagner, it opens up in a church. That's and, right. And um, Lost by Charles Gounod, it, it at the end, it it's at the St. Catherine's Church. Yeah. And uh, in by Charles Gounod, there's, um, there's the St. Andrew's Church, I think. That's very, very good. Nice going, Brenda. <laughs> very good for a little five-year-old girl. Now then, I have some interesting props here to help me with this question from... Uh, Mrs. Marjorie Bates of San Francisco, California, and uh, you are to tell me who you might associate with these hats. Let's see, maybe if I uh, put uh, them on. I don't laugh. <laughs> uh, it, it might give you a better idea of how they look. Uh, <laughs> All right, uh, Professor Posey? That's Al Smith. Brown Derby. Al Smith Brown Derby. That's right, huh? Because uh, the color of it uh, was the clue. Now, let's see what else we have here. Oh, uh, <clears throat> let's see. Oh, here's... The next one is a lady's hat. Yes. Uh, I'll wait just a second now. Don't get impatient because this looks like a sort of a banana split turned upside down or something. If I can just get the chin uh, piece on... Oh. oh, wait a minute. Don't laugh yet, now. <laughs> Uh, Professor Lee? That's a Princess Eugenie. Thank you very much. That's right. Absolutely. Now then, on uh, this last one, this, uh, wait just a second, this uh, front here. is an odd fur piece. Uh, uh, Professor Montgomery. That's my Mongolian hat that I got some years back in Mongolia in Central Asia. That's right. <laughs> I guess uh, almost everybody on the campus recognizes you in that hat. <laughs> it's really a dandy all right. We had quite a time smuggling it out of your house so you wouldn't know anything about it. All right. Well, now then, uh, Mrs. Christine... Uh, oh, wait, i put my own hat back on her. There. Mrs. Christine Green of Los Angeles, California, points out that this is the time of year people begin turning over the pages of their seed catalogs. Now, this question is to see whether any of you would make good farmers. I'll read the names of two varieties of a certain vegetable. You identify the vegetable and try to name a third variety. Here we go. First, Mark Globe Beefsteak. Professor Posey? Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Can you give me a third? You can add per- Rutgers or Bonnie Best or many others. Very, very good. Nice going. <laughs> How about this last part of the question? Mammoth White Cory, Howling Mob. Mammoth White Cory, Howling Mob. 
Professor Posey? My guess is corn. Corn? Your guesser is very good. And there are many others, of course. There's Golden Bantam and Stowell's Evergreen and so on and so forth. Very good. Good point. Speaking of gardening, let's try this question from Mrs. Grace O'Hara of New York City. If you came across a woolly bear in your garden, what could you learn from it? Well, now, let's see. Uh, Harvey? Well, if he had a wide brown band around it with the black, he's really black, but if he had a wide brown band around that, you could start gardening more faster because that means a mild winter. And two, then you couldn't have to um, put the dirt over the um, roses and the vegetables too much. Then, because it would be a mild winter. Uh -huh, well, very good. Now, Professor... And he's sort of a weather prophet. You what? He's sort of a weather prophet. A weather prophet. Well, now, Professor Posey, you, you had your hand up. Uh, what would you say about that? Absolutely correct. <laughs> to our English class for this next question from Mrs. Gladys Mills of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. See if you can identify the authors of the following quotations. You must get two out of three. In each instance, the quotation begins with the word O. Here's the first one. O powerful western fallen star, O shades of night, O moody tearful night, O great star disappeared, O the bar. Not a hand up. Uh, is your hand up, Professor Lee, or uh, are you just sort of? Huh? Yes, sort of up. Uh, what that is? might be from Whitman's When Lilac Lies in the Dooryard Bloomed, or it. That's just what it's from. That's right. <laughs> last in the dooryard bloomed by Walt Whitman. Now here's the next one. All the moon shines bright on Mrs. Porter and on her daughter they wash their feet in soda water. <laughs> <laughs> Professor that's, Lee? That's by T.S. Eliot's Wasteland, I believe. The Wasteland, that's absolutely right. of them. Here's the third one. All that this two-two solid flesh would melt, thaw, and resolve itself into a dew. Uh, Patrick? Well, that's uh, from the uh, play Hamlet, but uh, William Shakespeare wrote that. That's right, by Shakespeare. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, friends, uh, you heard the students in the cheering section a little earlier in the program, and uh, now, at the request of Mrs. Sophie Baker of Detroit, Michigan, they will help us out with this question. You will hear a cheer that mentions the mascot of some university, and you are to identify the university. All right, here's the first one. Yay! Rock! Baker! Boy, look at the hands go up real quick there. Let's see. Uh, Professor Posey's hand was first. Uh, University of Wisconsin. Yeah. Badger's their mascot. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Professor Lee, weren't you on the faculty at uh, Wisconsin? I was just a student there one summer. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, I just wanted to clear that up. Let's see now. <laughs> Here's the next one. Let's listen. Rock, 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 rock. Yeah! 
Pat's hand oh, rough probably, uh, Columbia, for one. There are probably some others. Uh, Columbia, that's off. very, very good. Uh, Professor Evans, uh, weren't you on the faculty at Columbia? I was a graduate student. Oh, I... <laughs> Here's the last one. All right, Lonnie's hand was up first. Oh, Princeton. Princeton, that's right, uh-huh. And, uh... Uh, Professor Hatt, weren't you at Princeton? Yes, uh, What? You were. I <laughs> All right, now then, uh... I wonder how many of you folks have heard about the plan for taking Alka-Seltzer before you go to bed. Well, it's a mighty good one. Tell us about it, will you, Bob Murphy? You bet, Joe. Friends, always keep this in mind. First aid for acid indigestion, Alka-Seltzer. Then when late hours and a good time with good friends call for late refreshments, remember these can sometimes add up to discomfort the next morning. So after that late party, before you go to bed, drink a glass of sparkling, refreshing Alka-Seltzer. Yes, take Alka-Seltzer before you go to bed. Let Alka-Seltzer relieve acid indigestion, and as a result, you'll sleep better, and you'll wake up feeling better the next morning. That sounds like a wonderful idea, doesn't it? And it is. Just try it and see. Take Alka-Seltzer before you go to bed. See about that Alka-Seltzer supply now, folks. And remember, if those tablets are down to four, that's the time to buy some more. Some more Alka-Seltzer. All right, now, quiz kids and professors, let's take a quick look at the score before we go into our third and final round of questions. The judges say that uh, the uh, quiz kids are 120 points and the professors are 130 points. Hey! Team, team, team. Now, come on, quiz kid. You're really going to have to get going here. All right, here's a question uh, from Mrs. Evelyn Drake of Miami, Florida. And it seems very appropriate for our program today. Our uh, contestant, uh, one of our contestants, Professor McGovern, is running for United States Representative for the 13th District. Now, let's suppose right now that there's no question about it. He is elected. <laughs> If any of you can name eight of his colleagues from uh, Illinois. Professor <laughs> McGovern's hand is not up. Well, maybe you'll get acquainted a little bit later on with them. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pat's hand was up. Well, uh, as far as I can remember, let's see, there's Doss, uh, Representative Dawson, O'Hara, Linehan, Buckley, Gorski, O'Brien, Sabas, Gordon, Yates, Hoffman, Chesney, Jonas, Allen, Aaron, Mason. Very good, Patrick, my boy. And now, Professor McGovern, now you know who they are. Yes. All right, glad to meet you. All right, now then, uh, this is Emma Foster of Los Angeles, California, directs this question to our panel of professors. She wants to know if there's anything to this absent-minded professor idea. We'd like to hear your arguments, pro and con, on this. You may use yourselves as examples, uh, if you like. Or 
Who would like to... Uh... All right, Professor Evans. There's no... <laughs> well, you better tell me more than that. Minded. What? They're not absent. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see, uh, Professor Posey. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Professors, uh, at times, concentrate so uh, thoroughly upon what they're doing, they seem to be absent-minded so far as other things are concerned. Uh-huh. So you, uh, you, you think that they are absent-minded? I could even cite myself. Oh? In what respect? Leaving my car and taking the bus home at the end of the day. <laughs> well, let's uh, uh, see what the rest of our folks here in the grown-up uh, category... Uh, Professor McGovern. That isn't as bad as it, Dr. Posey did as I'd left my wife behind one time and took me two days to find her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and how about you, Professor Hatt? Well, I've never lost anything more serious than my place in a lecture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And what would you say to this, Professor Lee? Well, I don't think we're particularly absent-minded. We can't be these days. We've got to keep on our toes. That's... Except at a time like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're doing mighty fine, yes. Now then, uh, here's one from Mrs. Bernice Mason of Miami, Florida. The following dates suggest the anniversaries of what important events? You must get two out of three. This is really a tough one. Uh, December 7th. December 7th, Professor Hatt. Pearl Harbor. That's right, Pearl Harbor. How about uh, September 2nd? September 2nd. Joel? I believe that's the uh, peace treaty with Japan. That's a VJ day. Mm-hmm. How about June 13th? June 13th. Professor McGovern, did you have your hand up? No, I didn't know. Oh. <laughs> uh, June 13th. Well, Professor Posey, I'm, uh, this is most embarrassing. Uh, that happens to be your wife's birthday. <laughs> no, I, I no, I'm afraid to go home. Beg pardon? I'm afraid to go home now. <laughs> I'm, uh... I'm trying to think we all agree with you uh, that uh, what you said, professors, are <laughs> absent-minded. Well, of course, you all heard the school bell. That means our question session is over, class. This next puzzler is for the judges. Which team won? The professors are the quiz kids. And uh, here is the answer. The judges report that as a class, uh, well, you didn't miss any questions this afternoon. The quiz kids uh, come up with a score of 140 points, and the professors, 160! How do you like Western University can take a bow. It's not often that the quiz kids lose. In fact, it has only happened once before. But you youngsters need not be downhearted. You certainly made these men of letters work for this honor. Yes, congratulations to both teams. You did a fine job. And as usual, you quiz kids will each receive a $100 savings bond from the makers of Alka-Seltzer to help you with your future education. And to each of you professors... 
Our sponsor is sending one of those wonderful table model Zenith radio phonographs for participating so splendidly this afternoon. Yes, this has been another great session in radio's famous classroom of the air. It was indeed a pleasure to originate our Quiz Kids program from the campus of Northwestern University here in Evanston, and we want to thank all of you for your enthusiasm and hospitality. Now, next Sunday, friends, we're celebrating our birthday. That's right. It will be the 500th broadcast of the Quiz Kids radio program, and we're planning a very special show. In class, we'll have five baby quiz kids. Brenda Liebling, age six, Melvin Miles, age six, Harvey Deitch, six, Bobby Sinescu, seven, and little Wendy Stocking, only four years old. Yes, sir, it looks like the Easter Bunny is going to have his hands full to say nothing of poor little me. <laughs> and we'd like to have all you listeners on hand to help us celebrate on this special day in school, so plan to be with us, won't you? Yes, we'd like to mark you present in class Easter Sunday. So until then, this is Joe Kelly dismissing class. Goodbye, kids. Bye, Bye, Bye. Goodbye, professors. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Don't take chances. Take one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsules. Lack of vitamins pulls you down, makes you feel and look dull and listless. A one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsule every day supplies your needs of the essential vitamins and prevents vitamin deficiency disease. Remember, you feel better, work better, look better when you get all the vitamins you need. Don't take chances. Take one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsules. They always come in the blue carton displaying the big white one. Potency Geltzer. Listen to the Quiz Kids Coast to Coast every Sunday afternoon and see and hear Alka-Seltzer's Quiz Kids television show over NBC. Consult your local newspaper for time and station. This is Bob Murphy speaking. Tonight, Cornell Wilde and Walter Houston star on Theater Guild on NBC. WMAQ, WMAQ-FM, NBC in Chicago. That hello...